You're listening to the Cash Valley Insider, conversations with founders, leaders, and creators about why they live, work, and play in Cash Valley, Utah. The Cash Valley Insider is a production of the Cash Valley Chamber of Commerce. Become a chamber member and learn more at cashchamber.com. All right. Hi, everyone. Good to be with you here today. Um, I, uh, it was weird not going to Bridgerland this morning and doing it virtually, but still good to be with you. Um, for those who don't know me, I'm Matt Anderson, I'm the Northern Utah Director for Senator Mitt Romney. I do live here in Logan. Um, I came to school up here and fell in love with it and been here ever since. So really good to be with you. So I'm going to start out by talking about some of the policy highlights we had from, from last year. I have a document in front of me that kind of highlights some of those um, and then talk about then from a national level, then more on a state level, what we've done and kind of what we're, we're up to right now. So obviously the biggest um, area that we've engaged on legislatively this year has been COVID and the CARES Act. Of course, we have been um, central to the negotiations happening with that on the first package as well as the second package um, of the CARES Act. And obviously you largely know what was in that, including payments to individuals, um, uh, more PPP money for businesses, um, as well as um, with student debt, uh, pushing off those who are graduating to pay their federal loans back for a few years to give them an opportunity to, to get into the job market and let things recover a little bit. So that was, that's been taking up the bulk of our time as my boss sits on the um, Health Education um, um, and Pensions Committee. So that was, that was important there. Um, yeah, you know, we have... The boss has been working on um, ending surprise medical billing, which has been important uh, for, so people aren't shocked with the, the bill that they receive uh, when they go in to get medical care. Been engaged in ending the youth uh, vaping crisis, um, enacting legislation to prohibit the online sale of e-cigarettes to children. Um, for Im from an immigration standpoint, um, been working on uh, permanent and mandatory e-verify programs. Um, so that we're making sure those who are uh, getting jobs um, can do, are doing so legally. Um, from a spending and debt perspective, um, Senator Romney has introduced the Trust Act, which essentially is going to rescue the federal trust funds um, from being insolvent like they are. So it creates a committee um, to talk about it and discuss it because there has not been one. Um, that's where most of our funding goes from our taxes anyway, is towards um, you know, uh, Social Security and other government entitlement programs. Um, and we need to figure out how to make those funds work long term um, because they're not going to stay unless we address it. Um, from a foreign policy standpoint, confronting the rise of China, um, addressing uh, things like um, Confucius Institutes at universities, um, making sure that China's playing fair, um, focusing on the Uyghur Muslim problem of the Chinese government interning um, Muslims in Western China um, has been a big focus for the Senator, um, as well as ensuring that uh, the Chinese company Huawei um, is not uh, able to sell uh, communications equipment and video surveillance equipment to uh, federal and local governments, because those have um, built-in devices that allow Beijing to tap right into them, and that's a real problem. The Chinese government has subsidized the cost of these, uh, this equipment, making it far cheaper, and so local and state and federal governments are looking into buying that 
And we see a real issue with that because there's opportunities for the Chinese to monitor um, things that we don't really want them monitoring. Um, so those are just some of the, the, the big, big things from a national perspective. On a Utah perspective, um, the Senator has done a number of things. Um, one is uh, the Bonifero uh, Shoreline Trail Advancement Act, um, helping to promote more uh, trails throughout the state, including here in Cache Valley, um, allowing funding and other mechanisms to expand the trail line all the way pretty much from Nephi to Cache Valley. Um, protecting the Great Salt Lake. Um, there's a bill that just passed that we introduced that does a study on the Great Salt Lake of why it's drying up and what can be done to, to help uh, protect that. Again, here in Cache, we're not adjacent to the lake, but it still is an economic driver for the region. Um, wildfire reform has been, been big for us. Um, and then really rural services has been a, a, another one. Um, PILT funding, um, is big um, and extending the rural uh, secure rural schools program um, was also introduced by the Senator to make sure that we have uh, flexibility and funds for our schools. Um, of course, the Senator Romney introduced and passed legislation in the NDAA um, for Hill Air Force Base um, uh, to keep things going there. And there's just a whole bunch of other issues with rural Utah, including Zions National Park and others. I think the biggest thing that I'll talk about today is the Family Security Act that the senator is pushing through. What it does is it, it ends the childhood tax credits. So instead of the family getting a big lump sum at the end of every year um, uh, for the children they have, this would be doled out in monthly payments. Um, it is budget neutral. And I think that's the most important thing for people to recognize. It's not gonna put us into any more debt because what it's doing is combining some federal program, welfare programs, getting rid of others and more importantly, providing money on a monthly basis. Um, studies have shown that when money is provided on a monthly basis uh, for children, it's used usually for children. Whereas if someone receives a lump payment at the end of the year, um, most of that money, not most of that money, but a good chunk of that money is going to things other than children because people see a, a big dollar figure in front of them and buy things like cars and TVs and other things. And so we believe that the money by putting it into monthly payments will get to uh, the children who, who actually need it. And so I think that's a, an important thing moving forward and um, will we'll help with poverty, not only uh, across the state, but uh, around the country as well. Um, there's a number of other issues, but I guess I'll just open it up for um, questions. Um, you know, we can talk about climate change, we can talk about other foreign policies or immigration, things that we're working on too. So I'll open it to you. Matt, I have a question about the um, the comment about Huawei. Is is that in addition to um, the the DFARS requirement? So, like when you do, is does that apply also to government contractors as well as local governments? Um, yes, we're looking into that as well. Um, that, okay. that that has not been put into legislation yet, but it is still being considered as, as part of part of legislation that way. Okay, so it would be applied to to that that DFARS requirement or would it be a separate um, a separate requirement for governments and uh, and local governments? So right now it's a separate requirement um, okay. for them, but there has been looking at the other way too. Um, it's, still, it's still kind of up in the air. I wish I could give you a, a direct answer, but we're exploring Perfect. both is the answer. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you. And by the way, I know I kind of blasted you guys with information because there's been a lot that's happened this year. <laughs> so if there aren't any questions now, 
please feel free. Um, my name's on the email list to shoot me emails or ask me more questions. I really did high level, 10,000 foot level explanations. So please, please send me questions because I know I just shot you guys with a lot of info. Hey, um, can you just talk a little about the surprise billing? You brought that up as far as the surprise billing on the federal front. What has been passed? What uh, is likely to be passed in the future? In the direction yes. that you're heading. So well, again, what the surprise billing does is it makes it so that if you go out of network um, for any medical procedure, so let's say I go on a trip to Hawaii, and if I have Select Health, you know, Select Health usually doesn't have any hospitals in a place like Hawaii. And so the question is, you know, how much am I going to pay? Well, we see prices are just astronomical and it creates some real problems. Um, it's significantly higher, of course, for uh, out-of-network costs. And so my understanding as, as it's looking right now, because again, nothing's been um, passed, is the idea that they would kind of set a cap, a percentage higher of what could be charged. Um, so as far as what's happening at this point, um, it's just in discussions. Um, it has been taken to committee and then was sent back to do some more work on it. And so it, it's more in the, it's back into the concept stage at this point. I don't know, did that answer your question, Benjamin? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, I mean, cause there's obvious uh, anxiety, I think on the healthcare side of basically uh, price fixing and eliminating uh, negotiation with insurance plans. And so I'm just kind of curious if that's being brought into the discussion at all. It, it is. And I would be happy to talk more about you with, uh, to you about that offline and make sure that your thoughts and, and opinions uh, get to the Senator and our policy team. I'd be. Thank you everyone for participating in the, in our legislative affairs uh, meetings this session. Uh, you know, it's been kind of a tough past year, but Utah's coming out strong. So we appreciate you and, and your part in that. Thanks for listening to the Cash Valley Insider. For more conversations, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are found.